If you're enjoying this Crush Step 1 podcast, you can now get the content along with the content of the Med Prep to Go Step 1 Questions podcast ad-free in one bundle. Just go to medpreptogo.com and find our new subscription podcast called the Med Prep to Go Step 1 Bundle. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Ted O'Connell, one of the authors of Crush Step 1, the ultimate USMLE Step 1 review, along with my co-authors, Ryan Pedigo and Thomas Blair. I am also the chief content officer for Inside the Boards. This is a Crush Step 1 podcast based on the second edition of our best-selling book. The goal is to provide you high-yield and high-quality audio content of the book to help you study on the go and reclaim some of the time in your day. Pathology, developmental disorders. Disruption during the development of the nervous system can be disastrous, leading to a variety of conditions listed below. Neural tube defects. Failure of the neural tube to close can lead to a continuum of these defects, extending from anencephaly to subtypes of spina bifida. See chapter 4. Hydrocephalus. This literally translates to water in the brain, caused by the excess accumulation of CSF in the ventricular system of the brain from impaired CSF flow, e.g. obstruction, resorption, or excessive production of various causes. Because of the enclosed space of the skull, signs of increased intracranial pressure, ICP, develop, such as headaches, nausea, vomiting, papilledema, sleepiness, coma, and even death, caused by herniation. It is important to note that in infants, ICP symptoms present as irritability, poor feeding, muscle hypertonia, hyperreflexia, and bulging fontanelle. Treatment often includes opening up the ventricles, ventriculostomy, or placement of cerebral shunts. Shunts can bypass outflow obstructions or drain excessive CSF into body cavities, such as the abdominal peritoneal cavity, where it can be resorbed. Based on the underlying mechanism, Hydrocephalus can be categorized into communicating and non-communicating categories. They can be further subdivided into congenital or acquired. Non-communicating obstructive. There is CSF outflow obstruction in the ventricular system. Congenital, caused by atresia or webs within the ventricular system, e.g. within the cerebral aqueduct of Sylvius, Arnold Chiari malformation, or Dandy Walker syndrome. Arnold Chiari malformation. Malformation of the brain in which there is a downward herniation of the cerebellar tonsils through the foramen magnum. 
Conditions associated with this malformation include syringomyelia and connective tissue disorders, such as Ehlers-Danlos and Marfan syndrome. Dandy-Walker syndrome, DWS, consists of partial or complete absence of the cerebellar vermis, enlargement of the fourth ventricle, and cyst formation near the internal base of the skull. DWS is associated with corpus callosum absence and karyotype abnormalities. Acquired, following subarachnoid hemorrhage, causes obstruction within the channels of the ventricular system, e.g. stenosis of aqueductive sylvius. Underlying brain tumor, e.g. ependymoma, medulloblastoma, colloid cyst, within the ventricular system or one causing external compression of the ventricular system. Communicating non-obstructive. There is impaired CSF resorption. Biarachnoid granulations or villi caused by scarring or fibrosis following infectious, inflammatory, or hemorrhagic events, such as postmeningitis or arachnoid bleeds. Normal pressure hydrocephalus, NPH. This disease entity is often misdiagnosed as Parkinson disease or Alzheimer disease because of the chronic, insidious nature of the symptoms. Because of the chronic dilation of the ventricular system, NPH presents classically with the triad of urinary incontinence, gait disturbance, ataxia, and dementia in older adults, despite having normal CSF pressures on lumbar puncture. This constellation of symptoms is often termed wet, wobbly, and wacky. The gait disturbance is typically an early and prominent feature of NPH and can help distinguish this disease from other forms of dementia in which gait disturbance may be a late symptom. Treatment is with ventriculoperitoneal shunt that drains the excess CSF to the abdominal peritoneal cavity. If performed early, shunting can reverse the symptoms. Hydrocephalus ex vacua. There is a compensatory enlargement of CSF because of atrophy or loss of brain parenchyma caused by various diseases, despite no increased CSF pressures, e.g. post-traumatic brain injury and dementias, e.g. Alzheimer's, Hicks, Huntington's dementia. Signs of increased ICP, such as papilledema, can also be confused with another disease process known as idiopathic intracranial hypertension, IIH, formerly known as pseudotumor cerebri. IIH is seen in young, obese females who present with headache, nausea, and vomiting. They may also complain of pulsatile tinnitus, described as whooshing or buzzing, diplopia, cranial nerve 6 palsy, and deteriorating vision, eventually leading to blindness if not treated. The mechanism of this disease process is poorly understood, with speculation that it is caused by increased CSF production or decreased venous drainage from the brain. On fundoscopy, these patients have papilledema. Computed tomography, CT scans, will reveal no mass, but sometimes small slit-like ventricles and an empty cell assign can be seen. Diagnosis is usually made by measuring the open lumbar puncture pressure, LP pressure, which is greatly elevated. Treatment of this condition starts with drainage of excess CSF by lumbar puncture. Serial LPs may be necessary. Acetazolamide also decreases CSF production. Patients should also discontinue medications that increase ICP, such as high-dose vitamin A derivatives, e.g. isoretinoin, for acne, tetracycline, hormonal contraceptives, and danazole. Surgery is a last resort, in which a CSF shunt 
lumbroperitoneal, and optic nerve decompression via fenestration can be performed. Syringomyelia, also known as a syrinx. A cystic cavity forms within the spinal cord, which expands over time, leading to pain, weakness, and paralysis. Upper extremities are usually affected because of a mass effect on the spinothalamic tracts. The dorsal column is usually spared. Pressure, vibration, touch, and proprioception remain intact. Typically, this disease presents as a cape-like loss of pain and temperature sensation in the back and arms. A syrinx can be congenital or associated with Arnold Chiari malformation. It can also be acquired as a complication of trauma, meningitis, or tumor. Neurocutaneous syndromes, also known as phacomatoses. These syndromes present with lesions on the skin or eye. Neurofibromatosis, NF. NF type 1, autosomal dominant mutation of the NF1 on chromosome 17, which is a tumor suppressor that inhibits P21 RAS oncoprotein. This mutation leads to an uncontrolled cell proliferation. Characteristics include subcutaneous neurofibromas, groin and axillary freckling, cafeole spots, light brown macules, lish nodules, iris hamartomas, optic nerve gliomas, and epilepsy. NF type 2, central NF, autosomal dominant mutation of Merlin on chromosome 22 which is also a tumor suppressor gene. This leads to bilateral vestibular schwannomas, formerly known as acoustic neuromas, that cause sensorineural hearing loss. Schwannomas of other cranial nerves, meningiomas, and ependymomas may also be seen. Think NF2, 2-22-2. NF2 is chromosome 22 and can cause two bilateral acoustic neuromas. Tuberous sclerosis, autosomal dominant mutation of hamartin or tuberin, which are tumor suppressors, leading to a multi-system disease that has a variable penetrance. Signs include facial angiofibromas, adenoma sebaceum, hypomelanic macules, ash leaf spots, shagreen patches, a raised or textured skin lesion, cortical tubers, cardiac rhabdomyomas, and renal angiomyolipomas. Sturge-Weber syndrome, occurring sporadically because of embryonal development anomalies, GNAQ mutation. This syndrome presents with seizures at birth and is associated with port wine stain of the face, nevus flamius, in CNV1-V2 distribution, forehead and upper eyelid early onset glaucoma, mental retardation, and ipsilateral leptomeningioma, which increases contralateral seizure and epilepsy likelihood. Von Hippel-Linda, VHL disease. Autosomal dominant mutation of VHL tumor suppressor gene on chromosome 3 leads to hemangioblastomas, retina, kidney, spine, brainstem, or cerebellum, and angiomatosis, various organs, often associated with renal angioma, renal cell carcinoma, pancreatic cysts, cyst adenomas, and pheochromocytoma. Brain lesions. 
Understanding anatomy and relating it to the respective function is key in localizing neurologic lesions. Table 13.2 is a list of common pathologic examples that can be encountered. Table 13.2. Brain lesions and their resulting symptoms. Location. Frontal lobe. Result. Lack of executive functions leads to disinhibition and reemergence of primitive reflexes. Location. Non-dominant parietal lobe. Result. Hemispatial neglect. Agnosia of the contralateral side of the world. Location. Dominant parietal lobe. Result. Gerstmann syndrome. Agraphia acalcula finger agnosia. Location. Amygdala. Result. Hoover-Busey syndrome. Disinhibition, psychic blindness, visual agnosia, hyperorality, hypersexuality. Location. Hippocampus. Unable to form new memories. Enterograde amnesia. Unable to form new long-term memories if bilateral lesion. Location. Basal ganglia. Result. Motor symptoms such as tremor, chorea, athetosis. Location. Mammillary bodies. Result. Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome, which consists of Wernicke encephalopathy, confusion, ophthalmoplegia, ataxia, and Korsakoff psychosis, anterograde and retrograde memory loss, confabulation, personality changes petechial hemorrhages seen in limbic system on pathology. Subthalamic nucleus. Result. Contralateral hemibolism. Location. Cerebellar hemisphere. Result. Ipsilateral deficits, including tremor and limb ataxia. Location. Cerebellar vermis. Result. Dysarthria and truncal ataxia. Location. Frontal eye fields. Result. Eyes deviate toward lesion. Location. Paramedian pontine reticular formation. PPRF. Result. Eyes deviate away from lesion. Location. Superior colliculus. Result. Paranod syndrome. Upward gaze paralysis. Location. Reticular activating system. RAS. Result. Reduced level of consciousness leading to difficulty in arousal and wakefulness. Aphasia. Aphasia is an impairment of language ability that ranges from not remembering words to being completely unable to speak, read, or write, depending on the area and extent of the dominant side of the brain affected. It usually follows a stroke, but can develop from conditions such as an infection, tumor, or brain injury. In contrast, dysarthria is the motor inability to speak. Vascular dysfunction. Similar to myocardial infarction, MI, a stroke is caused by impeded blood flow leading to a specific neurologic deficit series, depending on the area of the brain affected. Just as time is muscle in a myocardial infarction, time is brain in a stroke. Irreversible damage develops within a few minutes so reperfusion with therapies such as t- tissue plasminogen activator, TPA, see later pharmacology, quickly is important. Strokes can be classified by their etiology, either ischemic or hemorrhagic. Most strokes are ischemic, 85%, because of embolic phenomenon 
from atherosclerotic lesions or atrial fibrillation. Carotid dissection, primary or secondary to aortic dissection, endocarditis, or a patent foraminal valve, allowing a blood clot in the leg that travels from the right atrium to the left atrium and then the left ventricle in the brain, these are called paradoxical emboli, also cause ischemic strokes. Approximately 15% of strokes are hemorrhagic, in which intracerebral bleeding results directly from vessel rupture or hemorrhagic conversion from an ischemic stroke because of increased vessel fragility. A CT scan is used to differentiate between ischemic and hemorrhagic stroke initially, followed by magnetic resonance imaging, MRI, diffusion-weighted imaging. Before a stroke, a patient may have experienced a transient ischemic attack, TIA, in which they experience brief neurological dysfunction that lasts less than 24 hours without acute infarction. For example, some patients experience amaurosis fugax, which is a painless transient loss of vision caused by atherosclerotic embolization, usually at the carotid body, to the retinal arteries, while others may have aphasia, slurred speech, dysarthria, or confusion. TIAs are usually a harbinger of an impending stroke and usually warrant a workup as an outpatient or inpatient depending on various factors, e.g. A, B, C, D squared score. Stroke. Anterior cerebral artery. Supplies anterior medial hemispheric surface, where leg, foot, motor, and sensory areas are affected. Middle cerebral artery. Supplies lateral hemispheric surface, where face, arm, motor, and sensory areas are affected. In addition, patients may show aphasias. Broca or Wernicke's aphasia, if the dominant lobe is involved, usually the left. Posterior cerebral artery. Supplies posterior and inferior hemispheric surface, where homonymous hemianopsia with macular sparing can occur. Aneurysm. An aneurysm is a balloon-like bulge of a blood vessel that involves all three layers of an artery, intima, media, and adventitia. An aneurysm may rupture, causing subarachnoid hemorrhage, saccular or berry aneurysm, occurs at bifurcations in the circle of Willis, where rupture leads to hemorrhagic strokes or subarachnoid hemorrhage, often associated with Marfan syndrome, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, and adult polycystic kidney disease. Anterior communicating artery, most common location of an aneurysm, where lesions lead to bitemporal hemianopsia. Posterior communicating artery, common site of an aneurysm, which can lead to CN3 palsy, eyes down and out. Charcot-Bouchard microaneurysm, chronic hypertension leads to rupture of small vessels, usually within the basal ganglia, pons and thalamus, which is not typically seen on angiograms. Venous, dural sinus thrombosis rare stroke that results from the thrombosis of the dural venous sinus, resulting in stroke-like symptoms, headaches, weakness, and seizures. A CT scan shows an empty delta sign, contrast enhancement of the sinus wall and periphery of the clot, but not within the clot itself. Brainstem. Unlike cerebrum strokes, brainstem strokes often involve cranial nerves. Most notably, 
Brainstorm strokes show alternating signs. CN involvement and hemiparesis are on opposite sides. Trauma. Traumatic brain injury, TBI, is a major cause of death and disability worldwide, especially for young adults. In TBI or any situation of altered mental status, a patient's level of consciousness, eye, verbal, and motor response is graded based on the Glasgow Coma Scale, GCS. The scale ranges from 3 to 15 and classifies brain injuries as mild, 13 to 15, moderate, 9 to 12, or severe, 3 to 8. Endotracheal intubation is generally recommended in severe head injury, GCS less than or equal to 8. Classification. Diffuse. Diffuse axonal injury is a devastating type of TBI due to shearing forces from a sudden acceleration or deceleration of the head. Diagnosis is usually made via MRI because it is difficult to detect on CT. Patients generally end up staying in a coma and never regaining consciousness. Focal. Epidural hematoma. As a result of temporal bone fracture from trauma at the terion, weakest part of the skull, the middle meningeal artery can rupture, leading to a buildup of the blood between the dura mater and the skull. Patients generally have a lucid interval, but soon rapidly deteriorate because of transtentorial herniation, see later, as a result of expansion of the hematoma under systemic arterial pressure. CT generally shows a biconvex lens that does not cross suture lines, but can cross the falcs and the tentorium, dural reflections. Subdural hematoma, SDH. Bleeding between the dura and arachnoid membrane from the rupture of small bridging veins as a result of rapid changes in velocity, acceleration, or deceleration in whiplash or shaking. It is commonly seen in older adults and alcoholics because of brain atrophy, which increases the subdural space and results in a wider distance in which the veins have to travel, making them vulnerable to tear. The same principle applies to children from shaken baby syndrome, who tend to have larger subdural spaces because of their smaller brains. Unlike an epidural hematoma, subdural bleeds are slow venous bleeds with delayed onset of symptoms. As pressure, ICP, gradually increases, patients begin to have increasing headache and confusion. CT generally shows blood collecting in a crescent-shaped pattern that crosses suture lines but cannot cross the dural reflections. Subarachnoid hemorrhage, SAH. Bleeding between the arachnoid membrane and pia mater surrounding the brain results from rupture of a cerebral aneurysm, especially Berry aneurysms in Marfan syndrome, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, and polycystic kidney disease, or arteriovenous malformation, AVM, spontaneously or from trauma. Patients generally complain of sudden onset of the worst headache of my life, or may present beforehand with warning leaks as general headaches. Most SAHs are detected on CT after the onset of bleeding, which shows blood in the cisterns and filling of blood along the sulci and fissures. If a CT scan is negative, a lumbar puncture is performed and CSF collected, which may show elevated blood cells equally in all tubes collected, or the CSF may appear yellow, xanthochromic, because of the bilirubin, breakdown of heme from red blood cells. Treatment consists of preventing rebleeding, clipping or coiling aneurysms, seizures, 
vasospasm, treat with calcium channel blocker, pneumotopia, and hydrocephalus. Intracerebral hemorrhage, ICH. This is bleeding within the brain tissue itself that can occur as a result of trauma, e.g. skull fracture, AVM, stroke, bleeding within a tumor, or amyloid angiopathy. ICH risk factors include hypertension, diabetes, menopause, current cigarette smoking, and alcoholism. Basilar skull fracture. Traumatic fracture involving the base of the skull. Temporal, occipital, sphenoid, and ethmoid bone, leading to damage to the meninges. As a result, there can be CSF rhinorrhea or odorrhea, the decamosis of the mastoid process of the temporal bone, battle side, or periorbital ecchymosis, raccoon eyes. Cerebral contusion. This is literally a bruise to the brain, caused by multiple microhemorrhages from small blood vessel leaks. An example is coup contra coup injury, in which the coup injury occurs at the site of impact, and the contra coup injury occurs on the side opposite the impact, where the brain recoils against the skull. Herniation. This is a serious consequence of very high ICP, or mass effect, that results from a traumatic brain injury, tumor, or stroke. The skull is a closed cavity that cannot expand to accommodate increasing ICP. So the brain shifts around structures such as the false cerebri, tentorium cerebelli, and foramen magnum in an attempt to decompress. This places extreme pressure on delicate neural structures, which often leads to coma and death. Herniated patients typically exhibit the following two abnormal postures. Decorticate posturing. As a result of lesions above the red nucleus in the midbrain, a patient presents with arms flexed and hands clenched and bent inward over the chest and legs extended with feet inward. The former is caused by the red nucleus disinhibition, which favors motor neurons to the flexor muscles of the upper extremities. The latter is caused by lateral corticospinal tract disruption, which normally supplies motor neurons to the flexor muscles of the lower spinal cord. Decerebrate posturing. This is a more serious lesion involving damage below the red nucleus, usually a brainstem lesion. Patients present rigid with clenched teeth, arched head back and arms, elbows and legs extended. Herniation can be categorized into two major classes supratentorial, and infratentorial, depending on whether the lesion is above or below the tentorium cerebelli, consisting of subtypes according to which direction the brain moves in response to increasing pressure. Supratentorial, uncle, downward transtentorial herniation of the innermost part of the temporal lobe, uncus, through the tentorium cerebelli, dura that separates the cerebellum from the cerebrum, which can be associated with the following. Kernahan's notch. Uncle herniation causes an indentation of the contralateral cerebral peduncle, or cruce, which contains descending corticospinal fibers, leading to ipsilateral hemiparesis at the site of herniation because it is above the decussation crossing of the fibers. This is often termed a false localizing sign because the herniation creates injury on the opposite side of the brain. Pression of the ipsilateral posterior Cerebral artery leads to contralateral homonymous hemianopsia. Blown pupil. This is one of the earliest signs of uncle herniation. 
As the third cranial nerve, CN3, is compressed, parasympathetic neurons surrounding the nerve are affected first, resulting in unopposed sympathetic drive and pupillary dilation, mydriasis. As compression progresses, the innermost motor part of CN3 is affected, leading to ptosis, CN3 innervates levator palpebrae, and eye deviation, down and out. Durant hemorrhages are parenchymal bleeds in the pons and midbrain, caused by tearing and bleeding in the small paramedian arteries of the basilar artery, leading to abnormal posturing, coma, reticular formation, and death. Central. Downward transtentorial herniation, both parts of the cerebral hemispheres, through a notch in the tentorium cerebelli. Durant hemorrhages can also result from this. Cingulate, subfalcine, most common type of herniation, in which the innermost part of the frontal lobe herniates under the falx cerebri, dura that separates the two brain hemispheres. The frontal lobe can then press on the anterior cerebral artery and mimic symptoms of anterior cerebral artery ischemia or stroke. Transcalvarial, brain squeezes through a fracture or surgical site, e.g. craniectomy. Infratentorial, upward cerebellar. As a result of increasing posterior fossa pressure, the cerebellum can move up. Spinal cord. Motor neuron signs. Differentiating between upper, descending, and lower motor neuron can assist in localizing the damage lesion along the motor tracks. Upper motor, UMN signs, hyperreflexia and increased tone with positive Babinski. Lower motor, LMN signs, hyporeflexia and decreased tone with atrophy and fasciculations. Spinal cord lesions, Brown-Sicard syndrome. Hemisection of the spinal cord leads to the following findings. Below lesion level, ipsilateral upper motor neuron signs, corticospinal tract. Ipsilateral dorsal column signs, loss of tactile, vibration, and proprioception. Contralateral spinothalamic signs, pain and temperature loss that begin a few spinal cord levels below the lesion. Recall that spinothalamic tract travels rostrally for a few segmental levels before crossing in the anterior white commissure of the spinal cord. Poliomyelitis. Spread through the fecal-oral route, the poliovirus replicates in the oropharynx and small intestine before spreading hematotogenously to the CNS, where it leads to destruction of anterior horn cells and to lower motor neuron signs. Tabes dorsalis. Degeneration of the dorsal columns of the spinal cord as a result of tertiary syphilis. Patients can present with a variety of symptoms, such as weakness, paresthesias, shooting, lightning, burning, prickling pain, tibetic gait, high-stepping gait with foot-striking ground, loss of coordination, impaired response to light, Argyle-Robertson pupil, see later in eye pathology, progressive joint degeneration, Charcot joint caused by neuropathic osteoarthropathy, destruction, resorption, deformity, ulceration, infection, can also be caused by diabetes. Positive Romberg test, tests proprioceptive sensory loss, absence of deep tendon reflexes, DTRs, Westfall sign, and Tibetic ocular crisis, 
sudden intense ocular pain with lacrimation and photophobia, known as Pell crisis. Treatment often consists of IV penicillin with pain control and physical therapy. Horner syndrome, ipsilateral presentation of facial rubor, flushing, anhydrosis, absence of facial sweating, meiosis, pupil constriction, entosis, superior tarsal muscle, mnemonic, ramp, R-A-M-P, rubor, anhydrosis, meiosis, ptosis, which results from lesions of the sympathetic outflow on the affected side. Many diseases can be the cause, including apical lung tumors, e.g. Pancos tumor, Brown-Saccard syndrome, lateral medullary syndrome, cluster migraine headache, trauma, thoracic aortic aneurysm, multiple sclerosis, late-stage syringomyelia, and carotid artery dissection usually will not exhibit anhydrosis as these sympathetic fibers travel along the external carotid artery. Infection. Meningitis. This is inflammation of the meninges, which houses CSF. It is the protective membrane surrounding the brain and spinal cord. Patients typically complain of headache and neck stiffness associated with fever, altered level of consciousness, e.g. confused and lethargic, photophobia, and phonophobia. In meningococcal meningitis, caused by Neisseria meningitidis, a rapidly spreading petechial rash, non-blanching, can be seen on the trunk, extremities, mucous membranes, and conjunctiva. On examination, patients generally have signs of meningismus, which include nuchal rigidity, inability to flex the neck passively, Koenig knee sign, knee pain with passive extension, and Brudzinski's neck sign. Neck flexion causes involuntary flexion of the knee and hip. Ultimately, diagnosis is made by lumbar puncture, LP, which can differentiate the various causes of meningitis ranging from bacterial to aseptic non-bacterial causes, such as viral and fungal, by looking at specific factors within the CSF. CSF can also be sent for more specialized tests to look for certain causes, such as VDRL, syphilis, India Inc., cryptococcus, viral polymerase chain reaction, PCR assay, enterovirus, herpes simplex virus, HSV, and titers, neurosyphilis, Lyme disease, coccidioides. Initial treatment should be IV fluid resuscitation if hypotension or shock is present. Because bacterial meningitis can be life-threatening, antibiotics should be immediately started if there is a high clinical suspicion, before obtaining blood work, LP, or blood cultures. Adjuvant treatment with corticosteroids should also be given to reduce overall inflammation, leading to reduced mortality, hearing loss, and neurologic sequelae, e.g. learning and behavioral disabilities. Viral meningitis typically requires supportive therapy alone, e.g. fluids, analgesics, because of the benign course. However, if a patient is relatively young and presents with some behavioral changes or a seizure, suspect HSV, which has a predilection for affecting the temporal lobes. The CSF in HSV encephalitis also typically has an elevated RBC count. In this case, the addition of acyclovir is warranted. Despite ideal management of meningitis, complications can arise, 
such as deafness, epilepsy, seizures, hydrocephalus, disseminated intravascular coagulation, DIC, Waterhouse-Friedrichsen syndrome, adrenal hemorrhage with hypotension and hyperkalemia, and sepsis, leading to death. Encephalitis. Encephalitis is an acute inflammation of the brain that presents as fever, headache, confusion, drowsiness, and fatigue, with a viral or bacterial cause. Some common viruses to keep in mind are herpes simplex, rabies virus, poliovirus, and West Nile virus. Some common bacterial causes include syphilis, Lyme disease, and pathogens that cause meningitis. Abscess. A brain abscess is a collection of infected material formed from distant infectious sources or local spread, e.g. meningitis, mastoiditis, dental abscess, otitis, sinusitis. Patients will have increased ICP and focal neurologic signs caused by the space-occupying lesion. A right-to-left cardiac shunt is also a risk factor. As a result, the patient will appear very ill, with fever, headache, and focal neurologic findings. Diagnosis is established by CT, which typically will show a ring-enhancing lesion. LP is contraindicated because of risk of herniation. Treatment ultimately consists of a combination of antibiotics and surgical drainage of the abscess, depending on the location. Viral infections. West Nile virus is caused by flaviviridae, usually affecting humans through infected mosquitoes. At first, a patient may be asymptomatic, but can eventually develop a fever and encephalitis. Aggressive multifocal leukoencephalopathy, PML, is a disease caused by the John Cunningham virus, JCV, polyomavirus leading to quickly progressing demyelination of lingodendrocytes. Normally, JCV is kept under control by the immune system. It causes disease only when the immune system has been severely weakened, especially in AIDS patients, or by immune-modulating therapies, e.g. rituximab, natalizumab. Parasitic infections Toxoplasmosis is a parasitic disease caused by Toxoplasma gondii that affects humans through contaminated cat feces or ingestion of meats, pork, lamb, venison, infested with cysts. The disease spectrum includes encephalitis, chorioretinitis, cutaneous lesions, and congenital lesions. Tania solium, also known as pork tapeworm, is the most common tapeworm infection of the brain worldwide. It causes neurocystisarcosis, which is the leading cause of seizures and epilepsy in the developing world. This disease develops from eating raw or undercooked pork or from the ingestion of tapeworm eggs via the fecal-oral route. The eggs hatch in the intestine and pass through the intestine wall to migrate preferentially toward the brain and muscles where they form cysts that can remain dormant for years. However, once active, they may cause a local inflammatory reaction, causing myalgias or seizures. Treatment with albendazole and steroids is only warranted if a patient is symptomatic, e.g. having seizures. Otherwise, 
If one coincidentally finds an asymptomatic patient with neurocysticercosis on CT, no treatment is needed. Prion. A prion is an infectious misfolded protein that accounts for transmissible spongiform encephalopathies, such as bovine spongiform encephalopathy, mad cow disease in cows, and Crutzfeldt Jacob disease, CJD, Kuru, fatal familial insomnia, and Gerstmann Straussler Schenker, GSS syndrome in humans. Prions can arise from sporadic mutations or genetic transmission, or they can be acquired. Once acquired, these misfolded proteins act like a template to induce pre-existing, properly folded proteins in neural tissues to convert to misfolded ones, alpha helix to beta sheets, which continue the same process in a chain reaction cycle that exponentially grows the population of misfolded proteins. Patients typically present with rapid neurologic deterioration, starting with personality and psychiatric changes and ataxia, which leads to dementia and loss of the ability to speak. Findings on examination generally include myoclonus, involuntary jerking movements, with EEG showing periodic sharp wave complexes. Once acquired, the end result is universally fatal and patients are generally given supportive and comfort care. Strict sterilization and denaturing the protein's tertiary structure is key in preventing further transmission. The mainstay of sterilization is the combination of heat, pressure, and chemical cleaners. Demyelinating diseases. Multiple sclerosis, MS. MS is an autoimmune disorder of the CNS mostly affecting women in their 20s and 30s, which eventually leads to demyelination and inflammation of the CNS. As the name implies, multiple sclerosed plaques involving the white matter of the brain and spinal cord, and including cranial nerves, result from repeated damage and destruction to the oligodendrocytes over time. In addition to demyelination, inflammation results from T-cell entry into the brain via the blood-brain barrier. BBB, where it recognizes myelin as a foreign molecule and triggers inflammatory cytokines. The blood-brain barrier is normally not permeable to any type of cell unless the integrity of the tight junctions forming the barrier becomes compromised. MS can present as a variety of neurologic symptoms, such as visual problems, e.g. nystagmus, optic neuritis, diplopia, dysarthria, dysphagia, muscle weakness, spasms, or paralysis, hypoesthesia, or paresthesias, or bowel and bladder difficulties, constipation, diarrhea, frequency, retention, incontinence. Sometimes, patients may complain of worsening of symptoms when the body becomes overheated, e.g. stepping into a hot tub during hot weather or exercise. The increased temperature slows or blocks nerve impulses. In other cases, some complain of electrical shock sensation down the spine, hermitsine, or symptoms of trigeminal neuralgia. Typically, a patient presents with Charcot triad, SIN mnemonic, of scanning, telegraphic speech, intention, tremor, incontinence, and internuclear ophthalmoplegia, and nystagmus, SIN 
scanning, intention, incontinence, internuclear, and nystagmus. The most common presentation is optic neuritis, where the patient complains of sudden vision loss, partial or complete, blurry or foggy vision, pain with eye movement, and some subtle loss of color vision, especially red. Because of the wide array of symptoms, MS can be difficult to diagnose. The McDonald criteria combine clinical, laboratory, and radiologic data. Neuroimaging using MRI with gadolinium contrast is the gold standard, in which multiple lesions or plaques of demyelination can be seen anywhere from the brain down the spinal cord. Lesions around the ventricle-based brain veins are classic. Dawson fingers. LP can show signs of chronic inflammation and typically shows increased oligoclonal IgG bands on electrophoresis. In addition, there is an increased P100 latency of nerves when doing visual, auditory, and sensory-evoked potentials caused by demyelination. Treatment of an acute attack of MS generally consists of high doses of IV corticosteroids for the inflammation and symptomatic treatment of pain, spasticity, e.g. baclofen, and fatigue, e.g. amantadine. Long-term disease-modifying treatments include immunomodulators, such as interferon beta, fingolimod, gladiramor acetate, mitoxintrone, and natalizumab. Deficits suffered during an acute attack may resolve or persist. Ultimately, the overall treatment goal is to prevent the increasing disability that results over time from recurrent episodes of relapsing remitting MS and prevent development into progressive MS. Acute Disseminated Encephalomyelitis, ADEM. Similar to MS, ADEM is an autoimmune disease that produces multiple inflammatory lesions in the brain and spinal cord. However, it generally affects children and adolescents after viral, bacterial, or parasitic infection and requires an extended period of time to recover completely. Transverse myelitis. This demyelinating inflammatory process occurs across the thickness of the spinal cord after infection, immunization, or the development of MS. Depending on the level of the spinal cord and the tracts involved, Patients present with motor, sensory, and sphincter, bowel, bladder, deficits. Transverse myelitis should be on the differential of acute onset extremity weakness and numbness. Other conditions on the differential should include Guillain-Barre syndrome, acute spinal cord trauma, compressive spinal cord lesions, and spinal cord infarction. Central pontine myelinolysis. CPM. CPM, also known as osmotic demyelination syndrome, is a complication of overly rapid correction of severe hyponatremia. The serum osmolarity is low in hyponatremia. With chronic hyponatremia, the cells make intracellular adaptations to equalize the osmolarity between the serum and inside the cell. However, If hyponatremia is rapidly corrected, more than 12 millimoles per liter per day, the serum osmolarity will now be significantly higher than the intracellular osmolarity. 
This rapidly draws water out of the cell and damages the myelin. Patients generally develop an acute onset of dysphagia, dysarthria, and paralysis. No specific treatment other than supportive care is available once demyelination occurs. Although most patients die, some may live with disability, ranging from mild tremors and ataxia to spastic quadriparesis and locked-in syndrome. Leukodystrophy. This is a group of inherited disorders that lead to impaired growth and development of the myelin sheath. Leukodystrophy can be inherited in a recessive, dominant, or X-linked manner, e.g. adrenal leukodystrophy, excessive buildup of long fatty acids in the nervous system, testes, and adrenal glands, leads to progressive adrenal crisis and coma or death. Guillain-Barre syndrome, GBS, also known as acute inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy, is an autoimmune disorder affecting the PNS. Because of molecular mimicry after infections, often C-jejuni or CMV, there is an autoimmune attack on myelin of the peripheral sensory and motor nerves. The patient may present with symmetric ascending weakness, starting distally in the hands and feet and migrating toward the trunk. Bulbar cranial nerves can also be affected, leading to facial weakness or paralysis, dysphagia, drooling, and difficulty swallowing and maintaining an open airway. Commonly, respiratory support is needed, e.g. endotracheal intubation, because of impending respiratory failure. Sensory loss is manifested as both loss of proprioception and reflexes, along with bladder dysfunction. Autonomic dysfunction can also be seen in severe cases, e.g. cardiac arrhythmia, fluctuating blood pressure. Suspect GBS if a patient presents with rapid onset of muscle paralysis, areflexia, absence of fever, and a GI or respiratory infection in the past 30 days. Diagnosis is confirmed with LP, which shows CSF with an albumocytologic dissociation. Increased protein without increased cell count. And nerve conduction study, NCS, or EMG, pro showing prolonged distal latencies and conduction slowing. There are two treatment options. One, plasmapheresis to filter antibodies out of the blood system. And two, IV immune globulin, IVIG, to neutralize antibodies. Most patients recover weeks to months after onset, but some may have residual disability. Some patients may have one or more relapses of similar symptoms, classifying them as chronic inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy, CIDP. Charcot-Marie Tooth Disease, CMT, an incurable hereditary sensorimotor neuropathy that consists of a group of clinical and genetic subtypes, in which there is a defect in the production of neuronal proteins involved in the myelin sheath and axon of peripheral nerves. Initially, there are intermittent, severe, painful muscle contractions that are disabling. But over time, there is loss of muscle tissue and touch sensation in the extremities. Generally, high-arched cavus feet are associated with this disease. Subacute combined degeneration, lifetime disease. 
As discussed in the spinal cord pathologies, there is a patchy loss of myelin in the dorsal and lateral columns caused by vitamin B12 deficiency. Patients typically present with weakness, paresis, numbness, and or tingling in the legs, arms, and trunk. If the B12 deficiency is not corrected, damage may be irreversible. If a patient has B12 and folic acid deficiencies, the vitamin B12 deficiency should be corrected first to avoid precipitating this condition. Administration of nitrous oxide anesthesia has been shown to precipitate this disease in patients with subclinical vitamin B12 deficiency, while chronic exposure, recreational abuse, can cause it in people with normal B12 levels. With that, we wrap up today's episode of the Crush Step 1 podcast. A big thank you to Elsevier Incorporated, the publishing company behind Crush Step 1, as well as all of my other books, for allowing us to put out this book in podcast format. Thank you for joining us, and please check out our other chapters.